Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 9 of Secrets of Shadowloo. This is the beginning of chapter 2, colon, Into the Heart of Darkness. This is the purple section of the book, helpfully color-coded. In theory, we're moving beyond the personal story in the opening fiction, Poison Haze, and into an introduction to Shadowloo as an organization, right? A a top-down overview of the whole operation. But it's still really a personal story. That's what I want to emphasize today. This is... Uh, one of the secrets of Shadowloo. It's a global terror and crime network, yes. But more than that, it's a family. It's composed of people. And as with most families, uh, you don't have to go too far to find somebody who's all fucked up. And that's why everyone's miserable. Let's start today with a little snippet of fiction about some street fighters making their way into Mriganka. This is where we meet one of those characters from the credits page, as well as a new character named Sai, whom we haven't heard anything about so far. I'll just tell you what happens with these two. Quote, Sai felt the evil from a distance across the cool expanse of sea. Mriganka. Fetid jungle, shark-infested waters, steep mountains carved into monuments to M. Bison's vanity. Which sounds pretty bad, but I do want to point out that uh, fetid jungles, shark-infested waters, and steep mountains carved into monuments to our leader's vanity. Uh, we do have all those things in the United States. So who am I to throw stones at M. Bison here? Quote, a rough job. Maybe impossible. Sai scratched her ear through her ninja mask and thought. Any ideas? Asked Dr. Holocaust, squatting beside the ninja. This is the momentous introduction of Dr. Holocaust. So far, so good. He's just sitting there next to Sai, who I guess is a ninja, or at least has somehow gained possession of ninja pajamas. And they're discussing, how are we going to get into Mriganka? Dr. Holocaust points out that the pugilist says he got in all by himself. And Sai's like, oh, well, if the pugilist said it, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Anyway, before this conversation can drag on too long, this is a game of Street Fighter after all, an ambush is sprung. Quote, the first spear bit the ground at the Sai's feet. The second missed Holocaust by inches. The third grazed him as he sprang, cat-like, from his crouch. Sai planted a leaping kick into a madman's chest as he burst from the surrounding brush. His companions were close behind. Their ambush was ruined. War cries rang above the nearby surf. Uh, these are... As though there were any doubt, tribal jungle people who attack invaders to the island, they throw spears, and it's awkward for everyone. Quote, tricky devils, Dr. Holocaust rasped, snatching a spear from an incoming jungle man as he tossed another from the cliff to the ocean far below. I don't know what I expected from Dr. Holocaust, but there's something a little off about like setting foot on an island that isn't your island and immediately hurling one of the natives into the ocean after referring to them as tricky devils, the optics are not great. Anyway, Sai looks over at Dr. Holocaust and is like, I'm afraid this place is going to be full of surprises. And that's our opening fiction. Personal story, Dr. Holocaust, Sai, a ninja, a big chunky white guy who is at best extremely lax about his branding, trying together to invade Bison's Island. You may ask yourself, why is it that we're following garishly dressed pit fighters? in this adventure. Why are we not seeing Marines here? We would expect to see international law enforcement of some kind, Interpol, some kind of team of peacekeepers from the UN, some kind of coalition of consensus among Western democracies, which we used to have in the 90s. 
We might even expect uh, uh, private mercenaries of some kind, you know, paramilitary contractors, whatever. It's a little odd that the spear point of the invasion of Mriganka are essentially two randos who like to dress up as pro wrestlers when they go to Fight Club. But the reason they're doing it is because there is a Street Fighter-shaped opening in the edifice of Shadowloo, as we're about to see. Here's your introduction to Shadowloo. Quote, Welcome, warriors, to the product of M. Bison's mad dream. Welcome to Shadowloo, the empire of corruption. From the gang-haunted shadows of Chicago to the twisted halls of Mriganka, from London blood pits to the training grounds of the Spanish ninjas, Shadowloo wrings misery from the common man's soul. Endless crimes feed a hydra so evil that only the most noble warriors have the strength to resist such a loathsome entity. It goes on to say, quote, Shadowloo controls a good portion of organized crime, governmental corruption, and the street fighting arenas. One of these things is not like the other. We have a globe-spanning organization that dominates organized crime, apparently dominates governmental corruption. I mean, think about the scope of governmental corruption in just one country. Shadowloo is behind a healthy portion of governmental corruption around the world. All of those governments, plus organized crime. That seems pretty big. That seems like uh, some very big potatoes here compared to these small potatoes of, like, secret, low-rent, quasi-legal pit fighting. But for some reason, they just can't let this sideline go. It's like how Vince McMahon from WWE, right? He has this wrestling empire, but he's never really satisfied with wrestling. His whole career has been wild success at wrestling, which he then parlays into attempts to get into other things, which always fall flat. I mean, everything from a bodybuilding federation to making movies to the XFL, trying to create an alternative to the NFL, uh, American football, to trying to gain political power. The McMahon family just barely managed to get Linda McMahon into the Trump administration, but she never won elected office as she tried to do. Vince McMahon is like the god of American wrestling, but it's never enough for him. He's got to have a sideline and he always bombs. And that's the situation, it seems, with Shadowloo here. If you've got global crime, global terror and global government, what is in it for you to get deeply invested in pit fighting? But again, this is a story about people. Shadowloo is not run by committee. Shadowloo is run by one man, M. Bison. Quote, Lord Bison is not content with merely mastering the world through Shadowloo. He is also obsessed with bringing down any hero who embodies nobility and honor, especially Ryu and the other honorable world warriors. Their goodness mocks him. Their skill taunts him. Their glory defies him. To this end, Bison pulls street fighters into Shadowloo as pawns to combat honorable street fighters of every division and rank. Bison will never end his crusade, and he continues to direct his empire's resources toward the task. This is the big secret of Shadowloo, and no wonder it's a secret because this is a huge weakness. This is a huge personal issue with Bison that is going to continue to bleed Shadowloo of money and resources in much the same way that something like the XFL does WWE. For all his money and all his power and all his influence, M. Bison just can't stand honor and goodness. Well, I, I misspeak. M. Bison specifically cannot stand underground martial artists with honor and goodness. There's no mention of him having this problem with anybody in any other field. He's not out there, you know, kidnapping honorable physicists and putting them to the sword and, and, and forcing them at gunpoint to do dishonorable things with quirks and leptons and whatever. It's just specifically underground martial arts. People in that field who have professional ethics, he really can't stand. But... He's not just going to kill them. You know, he's not just going to, you know, drop bombs on tournaments or whatever. He's obsessed with defeating honorable underground martial artists using other underground martial artists who are in their weight class in properly constituted sporting competitions, which is nuts, but also very, very human and very believable. 
you can totally believe in an eccentric dictator who's involved in all kinds of of, of evil and corruption and, and global horror also being like, you know what? I hate how famous soccer players are. So we're going to take the profits from our, our international scheme of graft and money laundering and drug dealing, and I'm really going to channel it into not assassinating soccer players, but what we need to do is really get deeply invested in the game of soccer. I want soccer teams throughout the world. We need a properly constituted team in every place at every level that we sponsor of rowdy soccer players whom we will select and train for maximum soccer effectiveness because it's just really important to me that good people not be at the top of the field of soccer around the world. That is the kind of weird obsession that I I totally can see uh, a tin pot dictator having. It is also the kind of thing that could bankrupt a country. It could bankrupt a cartel. And I think it really threatens to bankrupt Chateloup. And you can see the trouble it's causing them. Here they've got a, a ninja and whatever the fuck Dr. Holocaust is, we dare not speculate, on their shores, throwing, quote, jungle men into the ocean. Why? Because Bison is around the world picking fights with pit fighters for no goddamn reason. Just because he hates, and this too, okay? I said soccer players earlier. I'm from the United States. Soccer is not huge here, the way that it is in other places. But even here, the glory and fame of a celebrity soccer player far outstrips the quote-unquote glory of a street fighter. Like, how petty do you have to be to envy the fame of a person who is a local champion of illegal fight club? Like, we got M. Bison sitting here on his throne of gilded skulls in Riganka, getting reports about diplomacy and crime and finance from around the world, and he's just slumped with his head in his hand, asking his advisors, yes, yes, yes. But what of Jackie Bronx? Jackie Bronx, Mr. Bison? Yes, Jackie Bronx, the local champion of illegal street fighting who takes all comers on Tuesday nights behind the McDonald's. Her pride galls me. M. Bison says, mind you, from his island palace off the coast of Thailand. Well, sir, if it's a problem, we can have her taken out. No, no, no. No assassination. That would be too good for Jackie Bronx. Here, take these millions of dollars and recruit someone from the Bronx area with roughly similar fighting experience to Jackie Bronx and groom her to one day defeat Jackie Bronx in honorable combat behind the McDonald's. Yes, yes. And Bison's advisor just like puts his briefing on all of organized crime in Asia back in his folder. Like, I'll get right on this Jackie Bronx situation, sir. Fucking ridiculous. And it's a real serious character flaw for M. Bison. It makes his organization so porous because as we've seen, No matter how grand the stakes, he always has to somehow reinvest in really working within local systems of illegal pit fighting, which ironically is how he ends up with all these real personal enemies who are masters of pit fighting. He's bringing it on himself, really, by constantly getting involved in their shit for no reason. But that's the secret of Shadaloo. I think a novice street fighter might think there must be something really important, some, some deep secret behind the street fighting circuit for such a global criminal personage as M. Bison to be involved. No, he's just a fucking prick. He's just a fucking prick who's obsessed with this one particular sport. And that's how you can get to him. If these like militaries and international police were to rush M. Bison, they would just be like mowed down with machine guns. Their families would be poisoned. Their homes would be bombed, whatever. But if you're a street fighter and you're really sticking in M. Bison's craw, he insists on trying to take you down within a well-regulated, albeit illegal tournament structure and, and that's the ground upon which you can beat his organization. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a, a global criminal organization. You can still only field so good a soccer team. There's a chance to beat the Shadaloo soccer team. 
And that's what keeps happening. As we go forward, we're going to see that Shadowloo is a ridiculously huge and complicated organization and vastly powerful. But no matter how overwhelming the organization seems, an individual professional Street Fighter will always be able to get M. Bison's individual goat. So best of luck to Sai. Best of... Out of an abundance of caution, I'm not going to wish best of luck to Dr. Holocaust. But to Street Fighters in general, this is the key secret. Good luck. Going forward, as absurd as it may seem, our only chance against the forces of global evil are motherfuckers out behind the local McDonald's with their fists wrapped, spoiling for a fight. Speaking of the forces of global evil, join me next time as we discuss just how evil we're talking about on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs> <laughs>